guys, welcome back to another episode of FYI, Things Are About To Get Spicy. And today I'm talking about sports, me, 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 lot of sports. Um, I'm also planning to talk about why I could not get a video to upload to Stupid Anchor. So I was thinking to like try and do, because I've had people tell me, Macy, I'd listen to your podcast if you had a video. I was like, genius, I'll do that. So I, like, tried figuring out how to do it, and my mic wasn't working, my sound wasn't working, and whenever I turn up the volume, this weird search bar comes up, and I'm just done with it. So, congratulations, guys. Once again, you don't get to see a video of me looking like trash. Um, I, I'm a mess right now, honestly. Like, my eyebrows are uneven. I don't even know how it's possible, but they are. And I'm wearing, like, sweats and a sweatshirt, and my room is really dark right now. So it wouldn't be very pleasant to look at. It would actually make me look not so good. So maybe if I'm going to start the videos, I should probably start doing them in the morning before church or something because, I don't know, the darkness isn't going to do it for me. But anyway, enough about that. This week, I've I've gone back to school, which... It was kind of sad. The first day back, I was, like, depressed all day. I I wore this really cute outfit. I can't remember what it was, but I remember it being cute. And I, oh, it was, like, my sweater, my Uggs. The fancy Uggs that everyone has now. Crazy. I'm an influencer. But I wore those to school, and I remember feeling so cute. But I was, like, so sad because I was at school. And only, like, two of my classes changed. But... I don't know, it's just not the same. Like, my classes before were just so hype, and now it's just, like, not the same. I am in this kind of weird study hall, though. This guy, my, like, study hall teacher has a lot of snakes. And he, like, he asked me in the beginning of the week, he was like, you aren't scared of snakes, are you? And I was like, oh, no, me and the snakes, we vibe. That was a lie. In fact, I'm not allowed to hold my biology my old biology teacher snake because the snake looked up at me and yawned but I didn't know it was yawn because like if a snake looks at you and opens its mouth what are you gonna do scream yeah that's what I did I also threw the snake and now I'm not allowed to touch it while I was holding it though it was a super sweet snake but I was scared it was gonna bite me and if a dangerous animal opens your mouth at you I bet you would have thrown it too just saying I but, like, with knowing this, I was like, yeah, sure, I vibe with snakes. Guess what? This man has them crawl all over by me. They're literally, there was one snake he put on, like, the skulls above my head. Like, he has skulls on his ceiling. I think they're deer or maybe rams. I don't know what they are. But I know the snake loves it, and it's right above me. And he was like, you might want to scoot over in case the snake falls. And I was like, oh, okay. So I scooted over. And then he'll also, like, let it slither around the room and, like, gets up real close to me. And I, like, can't freak out because the class is full of freshmen who love the snake. And then he'll have the, I was, like, doing notes and I turn around and I hear, like, this hissing. And the snake is sitting on the desk behind me. And it was, like, getting up all close to me. I was, like, get away from me. I I am not going, I'm not doing good, guys. I was not thriving. And also, this guy keeps his desk crooked. So each day, I would, like, make them straight. So it was, like, you know, 
less like complicated to do my work. I even told the girl next to me, I was like, whoever keeps moving these or whoever's in this class must have some crazy kids because these desks are so crooked. But apparent and then he yelled at me because ah, uh, I fixed the desk. All of them, I was like, it, they're like those lab t- table kind of things. That's like, if you put your palms on it while you're sweaty, you'll see all the sweat. Like, those kind of tables. I don't know, they're like heavy tables, and they don't look good crooked, but whatever. It's fine. <sighs> Clearly not thriving in study hall. But all my other classes are fine, I guess. Like I said, only two changed. I also ordered, like... I went through a depressive phase a few um, a few days ago, and so I, like, ordered a bunch of stuff. I got, like, these really cute pencil pouches, which I will probably be using in the next, I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes because I need to study for a math test. But I got these, like, pencil pouches, which were really cute. I also visited Lululemon, which was oh, detrimental. Oh. And then I also got some, like, I think they're, I always called them midliners, but I think they're actually called mildliners. And I waited so long for them to come, and I was so excited because I found them, and they were on sale, and I made sure it was the real thing. And when they came to my door, guess what? It wasn't the real thing. They look just like it. They're just darker and kind of less pretty. Um, But... They're called, they, like, instead, it has, like, the same font, but instead of mild liner, it's highlighter, and I, I don't know, it kind of cracks me up, but there's, like, Chinese writing all over them because it came from some Chinese company. They scammed me, man. I was not expecting that. I was expecting the cute little mild liners. I mean, some of them are kind of cute, but some of them are ugly. It's fine. I guess I'll get over it. I can't have it all. Oh, well, but that was basically my week. Kind of, I mean, not really chaotic. Kind of just me being put back into school. And I'm, like, kind of messing with seasonal depression a little bit at the moment. But it's fine. It's going to be fine. We did start, like, or we did work on a bunch of my dances today. We finished my dance trio. And I love it. Like, I love the dance so much. Did I remember the whole half we learned by the end of the time, or by the end of the practice? No, could not remember any of it. But did I like it? Yes, I did. And we even, like, got to watch, like, a video of inspiration. Oh, so excited to, like, learn it again. <laughs> but it's beautiful. I had a good day of dance today, actually. Now that I think about it, I also ate a chocolate sandwich today, which was very good. Anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about the sports episode. So, in this episode, I'm kind of talking about me a lot, so I kind of apologize, but I feel like you guys need, like, a good background for my story. Also, sport mental health is real, so just a little knowledge. That's kind of what this episode is about, falling out of love with your sport. So, I'm going to be talking about that, if you didn't know, or read the description. So... Let's get going. Okay, like I said, today's the day where instead of, like, giving advice, I kind of just babble about everything in my life, and maybe you'll be able to relate to it, and if not, hopefully you never do. 
So, first off, everyone obviously has a purpose in life, whether it's, like, sports or jobs or, like, saving lives. I don't know. I, everyone has a purpose. And ever since the existence and the beginning of creation, people have, like, taken up art and theater and science or anything else that could take up a strong majority of their time because it gives them purpose. In today's society, students at my school are allowed to take part in a club, sport, or activity, and this is really strongly stressed in kids my age because it's good for them to find an outlet or a reasoning for themselves. Usually, these activities are chosen from a young age, and when I first decided to dance, I was like, I don't know, three? I guess during that time, I didn't really have a choice because... My mother wanted me to be extraordinary, so she signed me up. I quit soon after. I I don't actually remember why I quit. I think I was just like, I really liked it. I really liked recital and stuff. Oh, I think I quit because of the makeup. That was it. I hated the makeup. I hated lipstick so bad. That was when I fell out of love. But anyway, I fell back in love on my first trip to Disney World. I came across this band on the street and I started dancing like crazy. And of course I was in Florida, so all the Southern Bells thought I was adorable. They'd be like, oh my gosh, you have such great talent. And I knew then and there that that was what I was going to do. Even if in that moment I was just throwing around my arms. I knew that was my purpose. So after that, my mom signed me up for dance and I've loved it and done it ever since, obviously. So, I also fell in love with another sport, softball. I, you might be thinking, holy moly, you can't fall in love with two sports. Well, I mean, yeah, you can, but it's really hard to balance both of them. I found out very quickly. And I had to find a way, or I had to, like, choose between dance and softball. Because both of the seasons interlapsed. So I was like, okay, crap, which one do I do? Because I love them both so much. So at this point, I basically was going to do an eeny, meeny, miny, moe. When I accidentally, like, during Corona, the the softball teams didn't really advertise that there were signups. So I accidentally missed signups that year for the Corona year. And so it had been a year and... Because of the quarantine, I had, like, realized how much I missed dance. Like, just being off of Zoom, I realized how much I missed it and how much, like, it showed, like, it showed me what I can't, like, I keep stuttering. LOL. It showed me what I felt like without being in a studio. I felt very empty without dance in my life. Like, I don't know, I didn't realize how routine it was for me to just go to dance. Like, even, I didn't even dance that much back then. Back when I was in eighth grade. I, like, only did, like, three classes. It was, like, tap. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was just two. It was tap. And then they had, like, this program called Dance Etc., which is, like, a jazz thing. But just being, like, not in those classes made me realize like yeah I'm going to choose like this is love 
like for softball I was like sad that I didn't continue but that was love dance was love flash forward to now I kind of realized how much like I I kind of realized that I forgot how much I really love dance and I realized this when I sat my ballet class one day and I was like looking at my shoes after we did some crazy across the floor combination and I realized I didn't really recognize myself anymore not just like dance wise but like out of dance as well like cray cray I also remember how much like other people forget how they love their sports like I know like people at school will always complain about how the coaches hate them and stuff like that and Obviously, you're not going to love your sport if you're always being hated on, so. I feel like a lot of people can relate to this. I know I chose dance for a reason, and I chose dance because I simply could not live without it. And these past few years, I've taken that for granted a little bit. I'm, like, kind of walking the emotions, similar to, like, driving a car to somewhere you've been to countlessly. Like, it just starts to feel like too routine you know what I'm saying I kind of forgot so how do I make it meaningful again I'm not gonna lie the not being in love with dance slash feeling like I was worth being a dancer kind of made me fall back into a depression because the purpose thing I was talking about in the beginning was kind of stripped away from me I kind of feel like I still struggle identity wise with my sport but I've accepted that now I just want to make myself the best, which I know, maybe a little too much pressure, but whatever, it's fine. So, you might be asking, hold up, homie, how did you fall back in love? Because it's not like Corona is coming back anytime soon. Well, I guess it's still here, but like, it's not like we're going to have another huge pandemic knock on wood because I'm not doing another superstitions episode ever again. Oh, you guys should go watch that episode. Funny. Just kidding. Walking under a ladder actually gives you bad luck. I, I, oh crap, I forget my, like, I forget what I was talking about. It's fine. Anyway, um, falling back in love with a sport. I, it was, like, kind of hard for me to fall back in love with dance because I'm not taking a break from it because that's cruel. And I... I don't know. There wasn't very many options. Like, I love it, but at the same time, I, like, kind of just lost, like, the spark I had with it for a small period of time. And I eventually learned the key to falling in love. And this goes for anything, like, actually love or, like, sports-wise or maybe just, like, getting back on track with studying or like, accepting your bad grades kind of deal, like, I feel like these rules apply to anything you want to improve in, period. So, first was acceptance. So, at this point, I had, like, accepted that, okay, I will probably never be a competitive dancer for, like, forever. I, I think I, just, like, ingrained in my head that, like, I don't know, I just, like, because I was doing, 
I, I dance a lot, but there's no way I'll be able to do it for a career. I'm just not that good. And I think I just put too much pressure on myself, like, oh, I'm not too good. This is um, definitely a short period of time that I'll be doing this, so it's not worth it kind of deal. And that was a terrible mindset because guess what? It just made what I feel like, or it just made what I was doing feel like it was all for nothing. Never do what I did because that was not so good for my mental health. (sighs) Lol. Anyway, so I kind of just accepted that that's how it was going to be, that I was not going to be a competitive dancer like some of the kids around me. So why would I compare myself to them kind of deal? And I think it's good to like, I don't know. I've always been told if you want to be like someone for inspiration, you should compare yourself to them to like kind of get inspiration. I feel like that kind of put me in like an inferior position because I kind of felt just like, I don't know, closed off. I don't know how I feel. Wow, this is like a counseling episode. Crazy. Anyway, back to my topic. Okay, the next key is dedication. So after I accepted that I was not going to be a competitive dancer and that I was not going to pursue dance as a career, I decided that I would be the best I could be at that moment. So I like practiced and I also like, obviously you can't do this with your sports exactly, but maybe something off of it. I started like improving different choreography more and I mean, it kind of opened up a tiny little shell, I would say, in my dance career. I just felt more free more like ability to do whatever I want and just like dancing and crying to sad songs is so like therapeutic I would recommend doing that anyway even if you weren't a dancer like dancing to sad songs like like dancing like not like party dancing but like crazy like banging on your bed with your fist and like rolling on the ground and doing high kicks kind of dancing that that was a polar. Also, just watching, like, little videos of me dancing and just pictures of me in my costumes, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she would be so proud of me right now. Like, she would be like, wow, I can't believe I can do all that stuff. Like, I feel like we have to give ourselves more credit than we're actually giving ourselves. Like, there's no way little... Even 8th grade me could do some of the stuff I was doing now. Like, I almost had my kip up. Could 8th grade me do my kip up? No. Crazy. The last step, I would say, is acknowledging improvement, which I guess would fall as in the dedication category. But I think it's also super important, like I said, to acknowledge your improvements. To actually... Be like, yeah, this is where I came from. This is me now. Wow, I just quoted that Jeff Bezos song. It was like, shoot, what is it? It's like, oh, I don't remember the words. The only words I remember are the bad ones. I know, that's sad. 
It's like Jeffrey Bezos. That song. Okay, it's fine. I just sang a melody. Anyway, so I guess that is all of my key to falling back in love. I don't know. It kind of worked for me. Like, today, I had a really good day of dance, and I was like, wow, I love this. I can't believe I ever fell out of love with it. Like, I can't believe that, like, I mean, it was a short period of time. It was only, like, three months where I just absolutely hated it because of just, like, I don't know how insecure I was. Like, that's crazy to be so insecure that you fall out of your purpose or something you love to do. Like, I wouldn't say dance is my purpose, but I definitely, it definitely isn't a big part of my life. Because I do dance, like, 20 hours a week. That's like a job. Anyway. So, I guess, moral of the story here, guys. Please try not to do a Macy. Never be insecure about yourselves or your sport. Just remember where you came from and where you are now. I mean, just just reflect on your past. I mean, we all have good days and we all have bad days, but like I said, it's always good to reflect. I hope that was a very nice episode. Kind of talked about me a lot, but I feel like that gives us like a good bonding experience. You know? Yeah. I'm just going to pretend... <laughs> I, like, I, th- I think talking to myself sometimes gets a little out of control. Like, I, f- I forget that people, like, actually can't talk back, which is sad, but whatever. It's fine. Thank you so much for listening for this up to this episode. Make sure you follow the gram, which is FYI Podcast. And make sure you also give this episode, or I guess you can't give this episode, in particular, but make sure you give my podcast a five-star review because I totally own this episode. Talk about Charlie D'Amelio TikTok base. I don't know. Never mind. Supposed to be a funny joke, but wasn't funny. Anyway, I'll see you guys next week. Bye!